0: Meteorologist Joe Puma, a high wind warning is in effect until 6 p.m. today. Wind gusts over 60 miles per hour are likely with falling temperatures, uh, cloudy and windy as well, uh, dropping to about 35 at about 5 o'clock tonight. Uh, Tonight as well, it's going to be mostly cloudy and breezy. Wind gusts up to 35 miles per hour, a low of 29. Thanksgiving Day, Thursday, um, tomorrow, mostly cloudy and cold, a high of 37. Friday, mostly cloudy and mild, a high of 44. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it is 39 degrees. Where should I begin? Can we talk about this? Say, what are you trying to say? Beyond the usual controversial talk.
1: Blah, <laughs> blah, <laughs> blah, <laughs> blah. on on. Over there. <No>. <laughs> 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 One, two, cha, cha, cha. One, two, cha, cha,
2: cha.
3: Prepare yourself. Okay. For Craig. Okay. Preparing a mighty new spectacle here. Articulate. <laughs> stimulating. Yeah. You right in the... There you go.
4: You start becoming a team
3: right now. This is the Craig Collins Show. Oh, Jesus. Oh God, no. On WJBC. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Now your host.
2: He's a good man. Craig.
0: Oh man! Every day I play that, I feel like I have to live up to it, and then I doubt I can do it. So that's uh it's the Craig Collins Show! I, can I just do the whole show in the Brian Johnson voice? Would that work, Neil, do you think, if I just did the whole thing like I'm ACDC? I mean, it, it's, yeah. op- it's a, <laughs> a lot of squeaking? It's an option. Probably need to bring the music back in if I'm going to do that. <laughs> Let's do this now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Greg Collins Show. We're talking about Thanksgiving. All kinds of things. Black Friday sales.
5: I think you're committed to it. You have to do
0: it. No, I can't. I don't think. <laughs> Could you do a news report in it, though? Just one? Like, do one story. Is Brian Johnson? Come on, give me the voice, real quick. I don't even know if I can get that high. Just get get up there, Neil. Just get on up there. I might um, need another. Uh, uh, try it again for me. Let me let me hear you. Yeah, <laughs> let's do this, people. <laughs> I gotta like lean off the mic because I, I don't want to break people's eardrums. I mean, think about if I had done that day one. What if the first show Craig Collins is booked? I speak normally off the air all day, and then the first time I'm on air, it's like, "Hey, people, uh, would, let's do this." That would have been pretty wild. Oh man, I would have been fired immediately. <laughs> That'd have been great though. Uh the lines are all lighting up. Why is that happening? Yeah, a little, fl- little little flickerage there. I don't know what that was. Is this just a festive thing? Well, In studio, I I am gonna take it, a video it, no, of this. It, it
5: happened out here. Was it happening still? I yeah. had a little flick of the lights out here. That's
0: not good. No, I, don't, I I don't my that. phone lines are doing some sort of like coordinated oh. light show for me right now. I'm gonna take a video. I'm gonna put this up on my Facebook page. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Our phone lines are either, you know, going crazy. The Brian Johnson voice is the most popular thing Bloomington has ever heard, or <laughs> This is a broken system. I don't know if you can call me. Uh, What are you doing for Thanksgiving? What are your plans? I'll be uh, heading up to Michigan. I'm going to Niles, Michigan. Ooh, nice. You've been to
5: Niles before then, I assume? Family Uh, lives there? No, that's the thing. I have no family in Niles. So my, long story, my grandma on my dad's side lives near South Bend. Niles is only, I think, 30 minutes north. It's just over the border in Michigan. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going there. My grandma's place where we've done Thanksgiving before. She's in a smaller condo now. With the rest of the family, it kind of gets tight. So they said, why don't we do an Airbnb this year? No. And they found one in Niles for a decent oh. price, cool little place. So that's where we're going to Niles. So I don't okay. have any family that lives in Niles, but that's where
0: we'll be. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That sounds nice. You're going to do an Airbnb, which is uh, risky as I've ever heard for Thanksgiving because <laughs> yeah. yeah. no one has any idea what the kitchen is no, like? No, idea. You're bringing all the food with? For, uh, yes. I okay.
5: think pretty much every my mom and my my aunts, they've got stuff packed up. So I don't know. They've planned it all. So I'm just along for the ride.
0: How much money do you think was, was spent on your Thanksgiving? Do you think it, it comes close to the most expensive Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, I heard you and Mark talking about this earlier. I do not think so. No. It is an expensive amount of money. If you go to Old Homestead Steakhouse in New York City for Thanksgiving this holiday season, which apparently I think every year they go for this, uh, this record and it just keeps going up there, the cost for a 12-person meal hundred and eighty-one thousand dollars. It's wild. I mean, I'm, I want to see the best possible home we could buy in Bloomington for that amount of money. <laughs> yeah. Just at a, is it like a three bedroom? Are there two baths in it? I don't know, but this apparently is a real thing. Uh, the reason that it's so expensive is the amount of like ridiculous add-ons. Uh, first, it is gold painted and gold dusted turkey, so the turkey has some sort of gold element to it. Which would you consume uh, a gold food? I uh, sure I wouldn't be opposed. I wouldn't. I would immediately like take it and sell it. So I wouldn't eat the gold. If someone's handing gold I to mean, me on a plate, I would immediately leave and find a bank. Yeah, I would probably want to try a little bit. Really? Yeah, I'm just gonna we'll see what it tastes like. Like a thousand dollar bite, Neil would be. I gotta see. I gotta figure this out. No, yeah. man. Any <laughs> amount of money more than like forty five dollars that's put in front of me that I can go give to a bank, I would immediately do it. I hear you. Okay, twelve hundred dollars a pound of Spanish bacon that is apparently flown in. Three hundred dollars a pound of white cheddar cheese. Comes from the UK. Gravy is infused with uh, cognac. That's thirty five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. It just keeps going crazy. The cranberry sauce features some sort of Japanese strawberries that are two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, this is insane. Any uh, people are going to partake in this, though. What should we do? How do we stop people from? Sp- I, I need this to. Okay, here you know I am going to pause for a second. On this show, all the time we say you do what you want. It's your life. Live your life however you want. In this one instance, I'd like to encourage these people to do something else with this kind of money.
5: Maybe they've just got so much money to spend. I know, spend but I, I know, you know, I know. I mean, I don't but
0: know. But couldn't we set up, couldn't I I swing by the steakhouse and be like, look, we'll set up like a fund for college students or something here, and you, then we'll, we'll think lower it.
5: How do you think that goes over? You show up where poorly. these people are. It goes over very say, poorly, Neil. Stop what you're doing. Don't <laughs> do not do this meal. Okay.
0: I once had a conversation on the air about the uh, Notre Dame uh, Cathedral in France, the one that. Lit on fire and people were donating like millions and millions of dollars to try to restore it, right. which there's a ton of value in doing that. But there was something in the back of my brain that's like, hey, there's a lot of other things that is in line with the faith, the Catholic Church, the, the people that are you know supporting that. that. You could also do with all that money. I brought that up on air and as you are projecting it to go, it went very poorly because hmm. people are allowed to do whatever they want with their money. I get it. I get it. But you're just, you're you're maybe trying to help. I hear where you're coming from. I'm like the Robin Hood of this situation. I would like to swing in there, you know, with some uh, other guys, and and I I don't want to steal their money, but maybe just, like, encourage them.
5: Right, just persuade,
0: maybe. With, like, a a van and a megaphone, (laughs) and I'm just driving around screaming into it. That'll work. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves the guy who drives around in a van and a megaphone (laughs) yelling stuff at you. They always (laughs) listen to what he has to say. Don't spend money on that. That's just that's a lot of money for thanksgiving twelve yeah. people hundred and eighty one thousand dollars twelve people potatoes are two hundred and fifty a pound because they have some sort of fancy European cheese in them.
5: I bet they're delicious i'm not going you know i'm not going to oh, I doubt it's delicious not, no you'll oh, bet you it's so no, good
0: but. you're wrong i I guarantee you that the amount of things they're throwing in just to make it expensive like all the tastes don't actually merge together you know like gold i- could, have you ever tried to eat gold no but i' I know it's it's used. It doesn't some... have a taste. I mean, it could. I don't no, know. No, it doesn't. Have you tried it? No, I haven't. Well. No, Neil, I haven't tried it. <laughs> Terrible person. <laughs> you want to try gold? Let's try gold I in the Craig Collins to. show. I would weep. I would be like, I just shed a single tear as you and I were trying a piece of gold food. It would be so against everything. Just my... a little bite. Okay, it's yeah. a little half bite. Yeah. There's also a fifty thousand dollars seven day yacht cruise that comes after this meal. That's really? all included. Yeah. You get twenty thousand dollars in Black Friday shopping. And you get four tickets to the Super Bowl. Wow. If you attend, that's how it gets to 181. Yeah, I, I don't think that any of that is, is like, wow, what a great thing they threw in. You paid for that. You bought those tickets at yeah. that price.
5: Well, I just didn't know I mean, now that that's included as well. Like, now you're I don't thinking know, about it? I don't, It's not worth it. But yeah. I, I guess maybe these people that have that amount of money, they said, all right, let's just No, I it.
0: mean, screw Niles, Michigan. Let's send the Doyle <laughs> yeah. family out to New York. <laughs> right. Let's do it up. Uh, okay. This is the Craig Collins <laughs> Show. I'm learning so much about my news guys. They are rich, rich people. <laughs> Blake and Neil have so much money. I've been wondering what the, like, Bentley outside is, whose that yeah, is that just, drives it. You just got to fake it until you make it. Yeah, huh? I got you, man. Yeah. I got you. That's a good deal. Yeah, put it all in credit cards,
3: 181. <laughs> the UJVC.com. Now back to the Craig Collins Show. On WJBC,
0: this is the Craig Collins show on WJBC. I'm hanging out with you guys until 5:30. I'm special off tonight. We have a game, uh, and then we have holiday schedule for the next few days. And then I took vacation time. I took vacation time immediately after that, so I'm not back here. I get a whole week from today until next week. I won't be back until Wednesday. So Fish is filling in in the afternoons, and everybody else is stretching, including Mark. I don't think Scott actually his schedule changes, although he's gone right after I get back. He's gone and in New York. So next week, you'll see a lot of moving pieces uh, if you come back to the station. Right now, I want to talk about uh, travel hacks. A lot of people are travel- traveling this holiday season, and there's all kinds of information on the Internet of how to do things better. My wife has now gotten very into like, as, as small amount of packaged stuff as possible. Like uh, la- For instance, we went to Florida and we went to New Jersey this past year, and on both trips, which were a week long, she only brought a gym bag's worth of stuff for both me and herself. So we had two carry-on gym bags of things, and we spent a week places, and we were fine. All of our things somehow made it into those places, so uh, more power to my wife for being able to do that. I just, I just nod my head and say yes. She says something's important, and I go, yep, okay, that's important, let's do that. Uh, but this travel hack I can't necessarily advocate, although I do, I guess, find it a little amusing. Uh, a 48-year-old guy, his name is Rajan Mabubani, I think. I think he's the famous Mabubani's. He's at of new Delhi, He just dressed up as a uh, airplane pilot. Apparently, if you dress up as an airplane pilot, and you do it convincingly enough, you can skip all the security checks and everything, and you can ride other people's airlines. So you don't have to pretend that you work for the plane you're trying to fly on, sort of like that Catch Me If You Can movie, if you remember that, years ago. Uh, but this guy, he dressed up as a pilot. I guess he pretended to be with a German airline, and then he tried to board an Indian airline, and uh, right before... Air Asia took off, they decided to call the other airline just to check. I guess something he did maybe made them a little more confused. And then yeah, Mr. Mumbambi, Mumbambi, he got arrested. He got in a lot of trouble for this. So this is a hack I wouldn't advise, but it's, you know, one that you can't completely knock the guy for trying. The the lines are terrible. Everything about flying and traveling this time of year is why I don't do it, which actually leads me to my other conversation that I'd like to have. How many Thanksgiving dinners do you have each holiday season? Do you just have the one? Are you just doing the one with family on Thursday and maybe you live close to them so it's easy for everyone to get together? Or do you have multiple? Because I typically always have multiple. I have one on Thursday that's usually not with my actual family because it's hard to get us all together and travel. Uh, Like I said, and I don't want to dress up like an airplane pilot. So I I don't want to fly and pay those prices uh, these next few days. So that's why I take the extra time off. I go see them Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Uh, depending on where they're located and where I'm going to travel to. And then we have additional Thanksgiving dinners, which I guess are kind of like Friendsgiving. It's the same basic idea uh, because it's not happening on the holiday, only it is with my family, so it feels like a a Thanksgiving thing. Uh, But on average, I guess 50% of people have just one, 16% have two, 7% of people have three, and then it goes down from there. 17% of people, though, have none. No Thanksgiving dinner whatsoever. And that would be really sad. I would assume that even if you don't have a lot of family to go be with or a lot of, you know, friends close to you in the area, if you're still doing a a Thanksgiving-a-1, you could at least go to, you know, one of the fast food chains that does special Thanksgiving meals and have it, right? I mean, why would you want to just completely avoid the holiday altogether? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's some sort of statement on some things that you don't believe in about that. I don't know. I don't know why you do that, but 17% of people, none at all, uh, and it does say that a lot of people are starting to prefer Friendsgiving to Thanksgiving. Uh, Neil, I know you celebrate Friendsgiving. You don't do it instead of Thanksgiving, though. No. You just do it in addition to. Yes, it would be an additional... And all your friends do it in addition to. No one's yes. going there and thinking that they've done... Now Thanksgiving is dead. Uh, yeah, no,
5: none okay. of my friends. But I I know other people that recently have just done the Friendsgiving, which is... Why is that? I You know, I don't know. That's okay. a great question. Okay. Uh, but none of the people the f- friendsgiving we had this year, none of the people there yeah. are doing just friendsgiving. They did it as addition to their Thanksgiving with their other family
0: right yes. it 's just to highlight all your friendships that you have, which you care about sometimes as much as family, and mm-hmm. you want to get together with all those people too. I get that yep. but seventeen percent of people don 't have any anyone at all, and I have between two and three, so i 'm in that sixteen percent to seven percent. You only have the one thanksgiving uh, well i did if you count the friendsgiving but uh, yeah other than just
5: just tomorrow with mm. the uh with the family yeah that 'd be my and My you're driving. One. Yes, I'm,
0: I'm leaving after work here, actually, See? today. You've got to follow the Craig Collins hack. Yeah. You don't drive on the holidays. You yeah. go after. You guys should have done that party on a Saturday. Quick break on the Craig Collins Show. A lot more coming up, including cows wearing VR headsets. Brian Walder, the rest of the day today, mostly cloudy and windy. Tonight, lingering clouds. Wind at times, especially early. Winds will gradually calm down, though. Heading into tomorrow morning, a low of 28. Thanksgiving, partly sunny and cold. Calm winds, high of 38. Black Friday, There's going to be showers possible, especially during the afternoon and evening. High of 41. It's currently 39 at Radio Bloomington. I like that it's going to be rainy on Black Friday because I like going out. And you find out who the most dedicated people are. Like, the worse the weather is, the better off I'm going to do uh, if I'm going to get a bunch of stuff. Which I don't know if I am because the deals are not as good as I hoped they'd be. Uh, This half hour, the Craig Collins Show, by the way, is sponsored. It's sponsored by Stock and Field. The early bird gets the best deal. This Black Friday... Uh, during Stock and Field, I don't know what I said before, Black Friday. During Stock and Field's six-hour doorbuster sale, doors open at 6 a.m., get great deals on brands like Carhartt Footwear, uh, Columbia, and Under Armour, plus get 25% off all clearance firearms. Stock and Field, your one-stop holiday shop. I will definitely swing by there because it sounds like those deals are pretty good.
3: You're listening to The Greg Collins Show on WJBC.
0: Like you said, this is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. Uh, the other thing I love about Black Friday shopping and uh, Cyber Monday shopping is I get a lot of gifts from me. I think that's something that a lot of us do because they're cheaper and you just feel better when you buy something for yourself that's not full price, uh, which leads me to this conversation. Apparently, a whole bunch of people will also do something, and there's a new term for it. It's called We Gifting. We Gifting is when you get an item for someone maybe that's in your life, maybe it's a significant other who you live with or someone that you see a lot. And the item you're giving them, you know full well, you will be using often as well. So it's kind of like when I get the Alexa devices, uh, I can claim some of them are for the misses, even though she doesn't uh, like them at all. And I can say, you know, no, this is a, it's a Wii gift. It's not, it's not a me gift. But a lot of people will do this selfishly, thinking like, okay, I'll get you that new PlayStation, and then I know I'm going to be over a lot uh, to play it. 74% of people will do a Wii gift of some kind with someone in their life, Twenty-two percent of people plan on giving at least one wee gift each year, so that's not something you do once. That's apparently something you think about all the time. The most common person to give a gift to, other than a spouse, is a kid, which is actually I think pretty funny. If you have kids and you're like, you know, they wrote a whole list of things. These are all things they want. Where's the gift for me? You get them a little something that obviously you can use too. That makes sense. I'm not a parent, but I get it. Thirty-five uh, percent they said that they'd received something that they realized was a wee gift, and i don 't know if that takes away from it, uh, Neil, If you were to get a wee gift, do you think it it cheapens the gift uh. Um, maybe in my
5: mind a, a a little bit. Okay, it depends on how much you like it, right? Yeah, I would say that's also a factor. Like
0: if it's a one to ten, but it's a ten for Neil's interest in it, and you just so happens to be the person giving it to you, also has about a nine or a ten interest in it. It's not as bad as right. if they're giving you like a four. Yeah, in that, yeah,
5: right. That's a that that would be a big if it. Right. Yeah, if it's something that you enjoy, then I guess it's not as bad. But right, if it's not, yeah doesn't Doesn't hit the mark, then it's
0: yeah, it's not as good. Because yeah, like a lot of the things I buy, I don't even think they count as we gifts. Because like if I give them to Betty, she'll just look at me like this is obviously just for you. <laughs> this isn't a we gift at all. <laughs> By the way, I desperately want one thing that Amazon refuses to sell, and I don't know. I well, I probably know why they refuse to sell it. It's brand new. It's a brand new thing. I don't know if audio is important to you. or Are you a guy that likes a good sound system at home? Yeah. I mean, okay. uh,
5: I mind not maybe up to par, but I've, I've had better sound systems before, yes. We're
0: radio guys. Yeah. We're audio guys. This makes sense. There is a new Alexa device that came out this year that's called uh, Echo Studio, mm-hmm. and it has like Dolby Atmos sound in it, and it's supposed to be really, really great. I don't know if you're familiar with it, if you've seen it. And it's 200 bucks, $200. And I really, really want it, yeah. but I don't want to spend that amount of money on it. So right. I was hoping it was going on sale, and it's just not. Do you think there's like a... Do you think maybe they're holding
5: off? Or well... See, they put all those sales prices out there
0: early. That's what... I know people to come out that's but. what's screwing me up this year because in years past they usually like saved some of the best sales till like actual cyber Monday or right. whatever but this year it seems like all rules are off everybody's sales started way before some started at the beginning of November yeah and so I'm sitting on this one item and I, I really the best they've done so far is they're throwing in like a free plug I get one free smart plug mm-hmm. with a two hundred dollar sound system our current sound system not worth two hundred dollars so, like, do I also have to upgrade incrementally, or do you think you can go full full bore? I mean, if you can find something at the right price, maybe you go okay. full bore. But if okay. it sounds like
5: maybe I not. I, I don't
0: know. I don't know. It's uh, tough. Would you lie to the to the significant other about the cost of something? Uh, Yes. You would? Yeah. <laughs> you said that very quickly. I just learned a lot about one Neil Doyle. <laughs> You're not actually married yet, though. This no. is a girlfriend, yeah. so maybe the, the finances not being tied together, you know, isn't... I, I feel... I'm so confused. I do hide a microwave from my wife, though, so I guess I shouldn't judge completely. Uh, listener, you're on the air. What's your name? Carolyn. Carolyn, what do you think of my predicament, or what do you think? you I, want to talk about?
2: I have an interesting story about a gift. Okay, go ahead. My husband, this was years ago, my husband loved Lyndon Baines Johnson, the sure. president. I did not care for the man because <laughs> of the Vietnam War. Sure. And it was Valentine's Day. So I bought the Lyndon Baines Johnson book, his life story, and I put it under my husband's pillow so that on Valentine's he would find it. So we get in bed, something hard under my pillow, he bought me the Lyndon (laughs) Baines Johnson book.
0: He bought you the same book. Yeah. And that was a gift for you, of course. That wasn't for him at all.
2: Oh, right. Because right. I couldn't I didn't even right. like Lendon Baines Johnson.
0: And he knew that you didn't like him at all? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm I'm thrilled. Um well I'm did he go back and return it and get you something better? No. <laughs> did you return it? I don't
2: it? remember what we did with it. Oh, no. We're talking many years ago.
0: Oh, it sounds like you re gifted that to somebody else. Uh, that's a great story. <laughs> Thank you for calling in. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody else? Please call in. Tell me uh, anytime you experienced a we gift or a me gift that wasn't even for you, but for somebody else in your life, uh, or just talk about anything. We can talk about holiday stuff. Just give me a give me a call. I want to pay this tease off that I talked about before the news, and then I got to take a break. Uh, cows are now being fitted with VR headsets. These are virtual reality headsets, and it's it's odd. I'm sure it would be odd if you drove past a farm and you saw all the cows out, and every single one of them is wearing those virtual reality goggles. Uh, and that is an item, by the way, that just never took off. I don't have a tremendous amount of interest in it. I don't think a lot of people do, but it's a thing that's uh, out in the world. I got another call. I'm going to shift for a second. Caller, what's your name? John. John, do you have a we gift or me gift store you wanted to share?
1: Well, uh, you were talking about audio equipment.
0: Yes, that too.
1: Years and years and years ago, I bought my wife a... It looks like uh, just a little radio that sits on the counter. Sure. But it's a Bose Wave radio.
0: Nice.
1: And the sound that comes out of it is incredible.
0: But it was kind of for you, John, or was it? Was it definitely a hundred percent for her?
1: Oh, a hundred percent for her.
0: Okay. But who liked the audio more, uh, you or her? Her. Okay, I don't know. This is John from Clinton, right? Who's calling in? Yes, it is. I don't know why I distrust you a little bit. I don't know. I don't. I think it's the whispers around the office of the things that, that we've heard before. Uh, there was some story about you that you had denied, right? Yeah, the
1: deer thing. The deer
0: thing? And now you're calling and telling me that you got a gift for your wife that was a Bose thing, but she wanted it and not you? I, I John, I'm not sure. I don't know. It sounds like that might have been a wee gift.
1: No, it wasn't. It was uh, totally for her. It sits down, I don't don't ever go, we have a remodel downstairs.
0: Got it. And you don't go down there?
1: No, never, except to wash my clothes.
0: So then maybe in honor of you and your gift to someone, John, and thank you for calling in, I will give Betty the $200 Echo Studio sound system so that, you know, that's a gift for her. I don't want it at all. It's not for me. I have no interest in it. It's it's 100% for her. And I'll just be really excited when we have Dolby Atmos. That's like in movie theaters, right? That's a fancy kind of... Uh, audio. Um, I've never had it in my home before, and I want it real bad. Quick break on the Craig Collins Show. Got a lot more coming up. Uh, We'll be talking about the holidays, about Black Friday, and please call in if you've experienced a we gift, a me gift, or if you have a good holiday story. Thanksgiving or
3: com. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC.
0: This is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. I'm hanging out with you guys until 6 o'clock. Happy holidays. Uh, Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, of course. Black Friday is coming up, which to me, as a guy that likes technology, feels like almost as big of a holiday as one Thanksgiving. I get to spend time with family. I get to spend time with friends and then uh, go shopping for electronics that my wife wants. By the way, I, I didn't pay this story off, so I want to finish it. The cow is wearing VR headsets. I was talking about that last half hour before we got some phone calls. Uh, and you can call me whenever you want, Eight two nine two three four five, and I'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. But the cows are wearing them apparently to get, like, a lot less anxiety, to get peace of mind. It essentially just gives them a much bigger pasture, a much bigger field than whatever area they're in. And it kind of seems like maybe they're alone or maybe they just got one or two cow buddies with them. So it it relaxes them a lot, which apparently improves the product at least in one study Uh, they are doing a more comprehensive study to see that but so if you see more cows with VR headsets on uh, they're just trying to keep those cows calm while they're hanging out and doing their their job making a you know milk and other great things for us so that's I thought that was interesting technology is being used in all kinds of ways that no one projected when they invented them Uh, 7 in 10 young people prefer Friendsgiving to Thanksgiving this is a new study uh, it says that uh, 2,000 young Americans who answered this question about 68%, so almost 7 out of 10, would rather go to a friend's giving than spend time at a traditional holiday with family. And there's multiple reasons why. It's not just the, uh, I don't want to listen to grandpa's politics uh, that you think. It's, it's partly because of the travel of it all. It's partly because of the hassle of trying to, you know, represent yourself in a certain way when you're around family because people ask you questions depending on where you're at in life, uh, whether or not you're in a committed relationship, or whether or not you're, you know, at a job that makes sense, you'll have family members that'll inquire. They'll ask you how you're doing with this and that, and so that gives younger people with less established lives uh, anxiety, and then, of course, also anxiety comes from just, you know, having to to deal with thousands and thousands of people, and a bunch of what I assume are, like, cancellations and stuff uh, now because of the terrible, horrible weather throughout the country today, so, yeah, there's a lot of reasons why, but then... Of course, it says that 62% of respondents between the ages of 18 and 38 uh, just enjoy Friendsgiving more. So it's not necessarily any one reason. They just said that it's—and I get that. I mean, when you go to Thanksgiving, when you go to the family meal, do you think that we're still living up to the holidays idea uh, when we meet together? Is it is it to give thanks and to be happy with loved ones? Or does it feel sort of like uh Catholic church on Sunday feels sometimes to a good Catholic like myself who goes— all the time because the wife makes me like you you have to do it it doesn't feel like it's a choice as much as it feels like it's a requirement and then when it becomes a requirement did certain things about it become less fun sort of by accident Friendsgiving obviously seems like it's a hundred percent a choice when you meet up with your buddies to do a a pre-holiday holiday holiday, uh, that certainly seems like the kind of thing that no one pressures you into doing I will once again turn to my newsman Neil who celebrates the Friendsgiving there's no pressure in those atmospheres right? No one's like you better come, bro. No. Yeah, yeah
5: no no pressure at all. It's it's you kind of look forward to. It. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean not to say and I personally I'm excited to go see my family for you know this Thanksgiving with them and so and I always do, so there's no issues with that. But no, the friendsgiving, I mean it's a lot more relaxed. I mean normally you're not sure you're still bringing an item, but it's you know the cooking maybe isn't as stressful and right. things don't have to be perfect and it's just a little bit more carefree.
0: Well, and a lot of friends know where you're at in your life, so you're not going to get the inquisitive questions like, what's this, why are you doing this, that kind of thing. Uh, There's got to be a way to goose Thanksgiving to be more like this, right? Family members still getting together in a way that doesn't feel as required. Maybe we just, like, black out a list of topics that no one can talk about going in. That's just an agreement, like, you all sign a waiver. Even Grandma has to sign it. (laughs) Grandma will kick you out! (laughs)
5: That would be intense. I would never
0: kick Grandma out, by the way. Just my own personal grandmother, if you're listening right now, you'd (laughs) never get kicked out of anywhere I've ever been or would ever be. Grandma, you're always welcome everywhere, and you can say anything you want. No one should ever say uh, not to you. And my grandmother's very sweet. She doesn't say controversial things. My grandfather used to say uh, crazy stuff. And sometimes I I wonder, with that family member, if you have one who says outlandish things, if he's finally in on it, you know? Like, do you ever think about that? Like, okay, maybe for a few years... You said them some things and you didn't realize that they were no longer okay in 2019 and people would react to them. But at a certain point, I think it tips. And I think some of your relatives just go, I'm going to do this because it's fun. I'm going to do this just to say it. I, yeah, I'm right. sure
5: there. I'm sure there are people like that. I, I
0: feel like my grandfather got into the <laughs> got into the role of you know what I get what's going on and I'm totally okay with being yelled at by everyone in this room and I'm gonna almost enjoy it.
5: Want the int- I don't know maybe the attention. I don't right. Know. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: uh, he was great in that way. So uh, I, I get that, but maybe we do. Maybe we sign a waiver and most people have to agree to certain. Because I, I get. Judging the millennial a little bit in the friends giving being a preference to the Thanksgiving, it feels like we don't have values. I am a millennial. It feels like you know you don't value those core family things. But pressure is—it's a, a real thing. It's a real thing. It impacts you. It—it it changes the way you can enjoy something. So maybe maybe we merge the two ideas together: the cows and VR headsets. Maybe at the start of Thanksgiving, every family member puts on a calming headset. You sit and watch like twenty minutes of just pastures and the things cows do to relax, and then you have regular Thanksgiving. That could really work, or maybe just make be things, horrible.
5: Maybe it could just maybe blow things up more. Well, I don't that's know.
0: that's how every Greg Collins idea works, <laughs> by the way, Neil. It's either going to be one or the other. One of them's going to be lightning in a bottle. The rest are chief meteorologist Brian Walder. The rest of the day today, mostly cloudy and windy. Tonight, lingering clouds, wind at times, especially early. Winds will gradually die down as we head into tomorrow morning. Uh, a low of twenty-eight. Uh, for tomorrow and then Thanksgiving, it's going to be partly sunny and cold. Calmer winds, high of 38. Black Friday showers possible, especially during the afternoon and evening. High of 41. Uh, right now at Radio Bloomington, it is 37 degrees. We're talking finances, we're talking gifts, all kinds of things with Bucy Bank in just a second.
3: You're listening to the Great Common Show on WJBC.
0: This is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. I have the director of the Wealth Team, Brett Peterson from Busey Bank in studio with me. Brett, how are you doing?
4: Doing well. Hey, thanks for having me on. We're Appreciate not
0: traveling it. yet, you and I. It's the holiday season, and I'm thrilled that I'm not like at the airport. I assume you are too, that you're sitting yep. here in a radio station. Yep. Uh, so one thing that comes up a lot, one thing that I I wind up talking to a lot of people about is this time of year, especially if you have a family member that's done well for themselves, some gifts are a little bit more complicated, let's say, than other ones. Let's say if you want to gift someone a significant amount of money or something like that, there's a lot more that goes into those kind of things, right? Yeah. Can you explain some of the challenges or maybe some of the tips you have for, for more significant gifts this holiday season?
4: Sure. Absolutely. So again, yeah, thanks for having me on. You know, it's an important topic that we address quite a bit, um, especially in our planning conversations that we're, we're meeting with existing clients. So the, again, the topic comes up a lot. How do I effectively gift or what are some different, you know, tactical strategies that you can use to, you know, limit your tax burden, get a tax write-off, then obviously, you know, at the very end of it, you know, give that gift to that either. And that doesn't have to be a family member, right? That can be an organization, that can be a a charitable place, um, all those things. So. Got
0: it. It doesn't have to be, but can you do, so if you're gifting something to a charity, does that have the same rules? Is there something that you can do for a family member as well uh, when we talk about that? Or is it, is there kind of a limit to all of that does it all go under one uh, final umbrella?
4: Yeah, so there's some different ways to look at it. So obviously, you can give family members gifts um, that is that are not associated with investments. So for like a cash gift, sure. um, it's fourteen thousand dollars, I believe, this year. Don't gotcha. quote me on that, but it's pretty close to that. But then as a household, you can give up to twenty eight thousand, um, and that could be just a cash gift to you know a son, a daughter. Um, so on and so forth and there and there's no tax burden associated with something like that gotcha um, one of the things that's been coming up a lot recently that I think is an important topic is so what do we do in the event where like so for example a lot of a lot of folks what they'll have is they'll have a 401k right and they're no longer working in this 401k they wanna they wanna effectively maybe give some money to a charity or two mm-hmm. um, You know, a charitable organization, so to speak. Um, So when that comes up, um, there's some different, like, effective strategies that you can use to, you know, to facilitate that whole transfer
0: well cuz typically when you're when you're removing money from a 401k early you get hit with all kinds of taxes and fines and whatever else it is fees I guess you should say so there's ways to actually navigate and avoid those kinda things
4: correct yeah so you know obviously when you hit 59 and a half you're no longer penalized for pulling money out of these Mm -hmm. deferred accounts right so you can pull money out and not be penalized you're still gonna pay ordinary income tax meaning whatever tax bracket in it you're you're at at that point in time you're gonna pay that effective tax rate So a lot of times what will happen, though, is that if somebody doesn't necessarily need the distribution, like they're not using that distribution for income and they want to gift a distribution. um, So when a person reaches 70 and a half, they have to start taking what's called a required minimum distribution. So and once you hit that once you hit that age, basically you have to start taking out a percentage of your portfolio every year going forward.
0: And if you want to give that to charities, you can avoid the taxes.
4: Yes, uh, for up to a certain amount, right? And there's and there's and unfortunately, you can't do it inside of a four hundred one k. At this point in time, you have to actually do do it inside of an IRA. Got it. Um, But again, that's a tax free you know exchange. So if you roll over your four hundred one k into an IRA you have the ability to kind of what's what do what's, do what's called a a QCD or qualified charitable distribution mm-hmm. um and that effectively you can give up to $100,000 a year to a charitable a charitable organization right. and there's effectively no tax on that distribution
0: and you can break that up into multiple investments into different charities or it has to be to just one organization no
4: yeah great question so you can 100% do that to i mean we have clients that do that all the time right gotcha. well they'll have 10 different organizations, and they'll want to give 10,000 total, and maybe they'll give 1,000 to each. Yeah. Because, um, again, at 70 and a half once you start reaching that RMD or that required minimum distribution age, mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of folks that don't necessarily need that distribution, and if you're in that position, or if, even if you just want to give some money, um, you can effectively give that money, have no taxable income, and have that gift to that whatever organization you decided to. You
0: know, I, I something else just sparked in my mind. It's totally, it's, it's sort of on topic, it's sort of not, so I apologize if it's a little bit too far. Um, but this happened to me recently, actually. I have a family member that was interested in, in starting a business with me. Uh, it was a business that was tangentially created, to what, connected to what I do. I, I do radio, and it was a podcasting services company, yeah. and they wanted to invest money. This is an, an older family member who had a 401K where they could withdraw it from that, and the conversation turned into like they didn't really know how that worked, so they just wound up giving me money in my savings, and I think they had some way to, to document that. But is there a way that if you're actually giving Funds not to a family member directly, but to some sort of startup company that they're involved with. Is there any differences in how that that would work compared to just a regular
4: gift to someone? Um, not necessarily. So they gotcha.
0: unless they obviously were charity. That would have been the best case. Yeah, gotcha. yeah
4: exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, effectively, like you, because the, the QDC the QDC law, uh, mm-hmm. qualified distribution um, law that is effectively in the tax code now. So now you can do that. Like that is not going to change gotcha. to, to this point. Um, one of the other things that we use is kind of on topic um, for what you're saying is there are also that are becoming more popular called donor advised funds. Okay. So in the event, like, okay, for an example, somebody owns a large position in Apple, like sure. a stock, mm-hmm. right? And they, they've they had it for many, many years, and, it's this hu- and it has this really low cost basis, meaning that when, for the price that they bought it, is much less than for what the actual value's worth. Sure. So you have a lot of taxable gains inside of that. So you can do a donor advised fund, basically transfer that stock into the donor advised fund. And instead of taking that tax burden all at once, like if you were to sell that position, you can actually start to carve that off and give that out to charitable organizations as well. Gotcha. But to answer your question specifically around the business, you know, unfortunately when you take the distribution, somebody's gonna pay taxes on it. Gotcha. Um, and so then it becomes, you know, how do I minimize my current income or what are some strategies that I can do around that as well? Sure. So, yeah, yeah, when you're
0: talking about the business side of things. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if you were someone who is no longer working but wanted to invest in yourself. That's where those kind of things would come into play too, then I imagine. So gifts, because the other thing I've been talking about, because Black Friday to me is a holiday where you should shop for yourself because everything's cheaper, right? You don't want to buy things full price for yourself. You want to buy them cheaper. So maybe in the same capacity, while you're giving gifts to others this holiday season from the wealth standpoint, give a gift to yourself. Just find a way to give yourself a little gift. Maybe start that that dream business you've always been thinking about. And uh, we know that Brett can help you with that. Uh, Brad, anything else before I let you go that you want to talk about or any other kind of, um, you know, things that you find are common questions this holiday season?
4: No, I would just say, like, so around this whole gifting concept, um, you know, just put some thought into it. You know, it goes a long way. I think a lot of these organizations really appreciate it. And mm-hmm. if you're in a position to do that, it's a great, great thing. right? Yeah. Um, and they're, um, yeah. And again, just. The biggest thing too is just kind of have a plan around it like why you want to do it mm-hmm. and if you do decide to do it make sure that it doesn't put this undue financial burden on you as well because I've seen that some you know in the in the years that I've been doing this sure. that does happen occasionally so uh, you want to give but make sure that it fits within your overall financial yeah, plan. Yeah don't
0: watch a whole bunch of like Christmas movies and then then call Brett and be like okay I want to <laughs> give now I want to give everything I have no take the time pump the brakes turn off whatever Hallmark channel you have on And give it a day. Uh, Brett, I like the fact that you humored me. You answered my question that had probably almost no interest to the audience. I'd like for them to be able to do that, too. Do you have any contact details where maybe they could email you a question and maybe next time you visit you could come in and give us some of those answers?
4: Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, So, again, my so I work for Busey here in town. Uh, My email is brett.peterson at Busey.com, and that's spelled B-R-E-T-T dot Peterson, P-E-T-E-R-S-E-N, at Busey.com. Awesome. If you, i'd be happy to you know field any questions or yeah. have deeper conversations with folks you know it's just something i enjoy to do perfect so.
0: and selfishly like i've been saying today i like the fact that people call in and want to talk to me i like the fact that people will email and interact with us but i'd love to hear your stories and get to share them on the air with our listeners so email brett with any of your questions and next week he'll come in or next month he'll come in and talk about those and i i'm excited to hear them uh brett peterson you're with bc bank thank you for much, so much for joining us man are you traveling this holiday season, or are you?
4: No, I'm fortunate. So I'm from the area, and there you so go. my whole family is here, locals. So we, uh so I'm a family. I have three daughters. So that you know, we'll, wow. uh, we'll be fortunately it'll be a short trip for us.
0: Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So you're the only man in the house.
4: Yes, I am. I've been, I've been outnumbered for a long time.
0: That yeah. happened to my uh, my wife's brother, too. I always wonder, like, do you ever, like, if you have a buddy come over, do you kind of try to convince them to stay as long as possible? 100%. Is there Okay, that's right? Yes. thought. Yep. It's really cathartic any time. All right, yeah. great. Uh, Brett also just wants to hear from the dudes out there, so just send him an email, tell him how things are, and connect with him that way. i got to take a quick break on the Craig Collins Show. a lot. Chief Meteorologist Brian Walder. The rest of the day today is going to be mostly cloudy and windy. Uh, then tonight, lingering clouds, windy at times, especially early. Uh, Winds will gradually calm down as we head into our early morning hours, a low of 28. Thanksgiving is going to be partly sunny and cold, calmer winds, a high of 38. Black Friday showers possible, especially during the afternoon. And evening hours, a high of 41 degrees. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it is 37 degrees.
3: Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC
0: This half hour of the Craig Collins Show is sponsored. It's sponsored by Stock and Field. The early bird gets the best deal this Black Friday during Stock and Field's six-hour doorbuster sale. Doors open at 6 a.m. Get great deals on brands like Carhartt Footwear, Columbia, and Under Armour. Uh, Plus, get 25% off all clearance firearms. Stock and Field, your one-stop shop this holiday season. Uh, I do have some bad news, and this isn't true about Stock and Field, but some other places. About 18% of this year's Black Friday deals are just reruns from last year. Apparently, some companies decided not to come up with any kind of new advertisements, not to be more creative. They're just going to throw those products that were popular last year out there, and uh, that's the entire sale. It does feel, for the first time, I mean, I think Black Friday, the actual holiday where you slept outside in front of a Best Buy on Thanksgiving evening or Friday morning, that holiday is long gone. Uh, It does feel like this year, though, the holiday doesn't really exist much at all um, outside of maybe some online deals and things that have been held back until you know monday or or even tomorrow um, for the most part, a lot of the companies that would sell things this month they're just selling them the whole time so maybe that's why there's a devaluing of the prices uh, people actually some companies are selling things eight to seven to eight percent higher this year than they sold them last year the same products at a at a larger uh, you know a less of a discount a a higher price there are some companies that are doing really great though oh sir trying to talk to me hold on Siri. you gotta stop talking to me all the time there are a couple companies i don't know why it happens so much that are doing really great uh, costco is one of them 14.4 percent cheaper are the prices this year compared to last year for the black friday deals uh including several new and original deals best buy is also doing great with 8.7 percent cheaper this year dell uh, all their laptops, you can get those online or anywhere that they sell Dell merchandise. They're about 5 or 6% cheaper, depending on the product. So, yeah, I'm disappointed. I like Black Friday. I did. I know a lot of people didn't. And I know that every so often there was a health reason not to. Every so often you had a horrible story of people bum-rushing each other and trying to, like, force their way into a store. And I'm glad that that doesn't happen. I'm certainly glad no one gets injured. But there was an excitement to the idea that, like, there was this one special shopping day where everything you'd ever want was so much cheaper than it's ever going to be again you know the hyperbole of the in atmosphere whatever it was i like the fact that my family used to and uh, my wife's family actually used to find you know time to go out sometimes right in the morning and sometimes you actually were a human being and you waited a few hours and saw what it was like but yeah this year it just feels like it's not really a holiday at all i got a caller on the line caller what's your name uh lorraine lorraine what do you want to say
2: can you tell me where this Stock and Field store is?
0: Uh, I wish I could. I should be able to. I'm going to have to Google that. Um, I am brand new here. I have here. no idea. I, yeah. yeah. I
2: see the ads, but I have no idea where that it's located.
0: Stock and Field, so. Bloomington. Yeah, that's that's fair. I uh, I'm I wish that I had known this offhand, but I am brand new to the area. So, you know, Stock and Field, if you're listening, it's not my fault that I didn't know where they were. But you're going to go out. You like the the pitch of the sales?
2: Uh, if, yeah, somewhat.
0: Okay, not right. in any
2: hurry though. Okay, so. right. that's
0: fine. Uh, you know what? Happy it's
2: Thanksgiving. Happy
0: Thanksgiving. Thank you, Lorraine. Uh, I will Thank go, you. I will go ahead. Up, oh, I get another call coming in too. Uh, WJBC. What's your name? Uh, Trouble. Your name's Trouble.
1: Yeah, that's what they call me. I'm All right. Trouble.
0: All right, Trouble. What hey, do you want to say?
1: Uh, I want to tell you, Stock and Field used to be the Big R's. That's what they've changed to.
0: They used to be the Big R's.
1: Yeah, Big R's. There's one in Gibson City.
0: I see that. Okay, there's one in Gibson City. Yeah. There's one in Washington, Illinois. So right, there's a few. Kind right. of Pontiac has one, too. Yeah, there are none. Sir. My listener was calling in and asking. There are none actually here in Bloomington and Normal. There's one no. in Pekin. But there are no, sir. there are some around. No. So you can yeah. take up those holidays. They,
1: yeah. orig- they originally were a big R, and they changed the name uh, this summer to Stock and Field.
0: Are you going out for their holiday special for their Black Friday sales?
1: Uh, yeah, I will on Friday. Yeah, I buy my dogs. Two barrels of them bones, and they got them on sale. They're pretty
0: cheap. I figured with a name like Trouble, you weren't afraid of a holiday shopping. You weren't afraid of a little bit of... (laughs) Some people don't scare me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for calling in, man. Call in more.
1: Yeah. Okay, dude. Thanks. All All right. right.
0: There you go. Trouble telling us. But, yeah, no, to answer Lorraine's question from earlier, too, there's several stock and fields just not, um, you know, in Bloomington or in Normal. They're in Washington. They're in Gibson City, Pontiac, uh, Streeter. There's one in Pekin. There's one in Morris, Illinois. They're all over the place. So... Uh, You can actually go to their website and find my store and then punch in your um, zip code and ask them for, you know, like 20, 30 miles from the area, and you'll find it. The calls are blowing up all of a sudden. Uh, Caller, what's your name?
1: Karen.
0: What's your name? Karen. What do you want to say, Karen? I
2: think the guy just answered it. The old big R in Bloomington. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Thank you so much for that call. I guess maybe everybody's got the same thing. Uh, Caller, what's your name?
1: Kevin. Kevin.
0: Kevin, you telling us where the stock in uh, fields is?
1: As far as the big, it's in the, the big R in Washington is where the key used to be on the, it's part of what's called Cherry Tree Plaza over on the west side of Washington.
0: You know, I have an idea now. You guys all wanted to call in and help that one caller so much, and I think he already hung up. I think he's already gone. I think they should all go together. Right, Neil? All those callers who just called in in a row should all do a shopping spree to stock and field on Friday. I kind of want to go. Okay, and Neil's going to go, too. He's going to report from it. He's already agreed to do it. If all four callers who called in go together, we'll coordinate. The radio station can be used for that. We'll make a Facebook group. You guys all go, and Neil's going to report live from the event. That'd be great. Shop with... Can we do that? Can we do like little shopping trips with a couple listeners? I like to shop. Okay. yeah, I would love You do? Wait, you yeah. like to shop? Oh, yeah, sure. Every so often. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't shop for anything specific, though. You like when you have no goals. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially
5: Black Friday. I, n- I never have anything specific mm-hmm. in mind i just kind of go and it's it's more to people watch uh yeah. but also yeah, yeah maybe you, i mean you stumble upon something and you, and you get it
0: right but, yeah no yeah. there's there's certainly a a study aspect to it like you're going to like a zoo or something oh. and watching how all the people interact at that kind of thing i get that <laughs> uh do you buy uh, gift cards are you a gift card guy i i will occasionally okay. it depends but would you buy a gift card to a restaurant that also featured a fish pedicure um, no, probably not. There's no quirky family member that would love to try out a fish pedicure during a meal?
5: I have some weird friends that okay. might, but I right. nobody in the family. Do but, you know uh, what a
0: fish pedicure is? I have no idea. All right, well, I'm going to tell you what it is. Look at this. Look at that. You ask and you shall receive, and you didn't ask at all, and you're still going to receive, I'm so that's curious. even better. Yeah. Uh, Red Nile tilapia fish apparently like to nibble skin. They like to just take little pieces of flakes and stuff off. So there's a restaurant that has about 7,000 of these fish in a tank, in kind of a pool area where their, their tables are and where they serve you Indian food. And while you're consuming said food, the fish will just, I guess, they kind of, it's sort of a pedicure. It's not really, you're not going to come out with perfect feet, apparently, is what it says. They don't have a lot of direction as to what they're doing, but fish are going to nibble on that dead skin, and yeah. you're going to get a nice little bit of trimming while you're there. At the restaurant? Yeah, you put, I mean, there's sanitary components to this, it might feel. It's not in the United States, by the way, I should mention that. You're going to have to travel if you want to get here. But yeah, you there's, you know, a big giant pool that you stick your feet in while you're having huh. a meal. Yeah, that's Yeah, it's that's, not working for Neil Doyle. No, not uh-uh. buying it. I the reason I bring this up is cuz I found two nail salon specific news stories today and I was like, well, you got to you got to cover them together. You got to do a segment where you hit both of those cuz I know we have a subset of the audience that wants to know what's going on in the nail salon world, you know? Are you uh, a
5: pedicure guy? Do you ever go and get get a I pet- don't hate
0: him. I, I wouldn't say I'm a pedicure guy because I don't, I don't do it regularly. There was a small period of time. We got a gift card to um, a fancy spa, and Betty doesn't like to be touched, not by, like, strangers. Right. She's not a fan. So even though the, the gift card was fairly substantial and the spa was really nice, she's like, Craig, I'm never going to use it. So I called, and they said they had something called a men's facial. So I went and I got one, and the gift card covered two, actually. So next month later, I got another one. And then I may or may not have been a little bit intrigued by it and might have gotten a couple more. Because the facial, like, the you know, that skin, your face, it's yeah. not that's not a very well-maintained area for a man. So I'm not a pedicure guy, but there was a small period of time where I was a, I was a facial guy. I, I respect that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are you a pedicure guy? No, not at all. Are you a facial guy? Never see, had no, one. No, see, that's not respect then. That no, immediately I mean, turned.
5: I, no, I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to getting one, but I gotcha. just never have.
0: A buddy's facial?
5: Would you go with another dude? Sure. Okay. I mean, you seem like the facial expert. I am here, now. So I, I'd rather go with somebody that knows what they're doing. You yeah. know, to be
0: totally honest, the reason the facials stopped was that the, the person who was giving me them quit. Oh, really? And I had an opportunity to get away without it being, because that's the other yeah, thing about me. Yeah, that's tough. You know when you have like a regular haircut person? <laughs> yes. Anything you do, let's say more than three times in the service industry with someone... I can't break up with that person then. It just becomes too awkward. So I stay with that service until I find like an easy way out. I don't know if that says something about me and like not being strong enough to call them up and be like, I don't want your haircuts anymore. I'll go back forever because I don't want to hurt their feelings. Well, I mean,
5: I've had that. I had somebody back home before I went to college at ISU. I went and got my haircut from mm-hmm. from my uh, my girl Brooke. She would always cut my hair. Oh,
0: what happened between you and Brooke? Well,
5: it's just it got tough because then as uh-huh. I transitioned and started living down here, working at the station right. here, a long distance haircut relationship is tough. Throughout college, I would only wait to get my haircut till I went home, till it was like a you know Thanksgiving break, a winter break, whatever. Right for Brooke. And I would do it as well. After I graduated, started working down here, I would try to hold off until I would you know, do a weekend. And it's not hard. I'm only two hours south, but I would try yeah. to wait as long as I could. But as I've lived down here, it just it's not feasible. So for the first time in like six years, probably six months ago, I've got a haircut from somebody else. Wow. Other, th- other than Brooke. Does she know
0: about it yet? Uh, I've not told her. OK. I mean, she has to know now because well, now it's been too it's long It's Been way too long. Yeah. So, so now it's... she's wondering what happened. How many years did this relationship last? Well, it's. I hope
5: it's not over. It's about six years I was going to Brooke. and so when I got my Hold, first hair, when wait. I got my first haircut down here, I went to the lady and I told her I'm very nervous. This is the first time I've had <laughs> anybody else in six years cut my hair. It you was a nerve wracking experience. Just don't feel like experience. a Brook to me, woman. I I don't know. I, yeah. I hope it,
0: it goes. You hope the relationship isn't over with Brook. Well, Brooke? it's just I haven't been back, and I'm. Yeah. I mean it.
5: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure she knows that. Right. I have had other haircuts since. It's no, I don't long. know. You but, guys might have to fight about it. I mean, she's
0: oh pretty my cool. God. She'll
5: be, but she would just be ha- I'm sure she'd be happy if I, if I come back.
0: I, I don't know about that now. I need callers <laughs> to weigh in. Uh, how does Neil apologize to his regular haircut <laughs> lady, Brooke, who he was seeing regularly for six years, and then he cut it off without any text. He ghosted her. <laughs> I can't believe you ghosted Brooke. She cares about you so much. Ooh. You know, we talked about this off the air. This didn't become a joke on air yet, but now it's officially one. We're going to do a Voices from Neil's past. The first voice in the show is Brooke's. <laughs> Hands down. I'm going to find her and call her, and she's going to b- ask you what happened. That'd be nerve-wracking. Yeah. We're going to have to send her a picture of your current face, too, to like show her your haircut. Yeah. Brooke, would you have cut it? Let- this is the Greg Collins Show. I'm late for a break like I always am, but I'm going to take a couple more minutes. One, I didn't pay off my second nail salon story. I did have two, but we dovetailed into Neil and his his rough breakup from his haircut, his hair salon. What is she? She's a she's a, she, a Barber. Yeah. What do you want well, to call her?
5: She worked at a salon. Okay. I, I'd go to the salon to go to Brooks. So I don't
0: know. All right. She's uh, a she's a, a hair scientist. Sure. I'm gonna make her that. Yeah. Uh, and then Blake swung in studio. So apparently he's got feelings about how you broke up with with Brooke. It's not good.
5: Well, well, I didn't break up with
0: Brooke. No, no. no. I know you didn't break up with Brooke. Right. Neil broke up with Brooke. Yeah. Neil. He ghosted her. Right, yeah. After a six-year relationship. Yeah, I have a question. Okay, what's your question? If you leave someone like Brooke, yeah. then you come back
5: randomly six months later. What do you talk about? Is it awkward?
0: I, I, don't know. I mean, she can't ask all the questions that a hair salon person normally asks about Neil's life that's going to take way too long. That's not a 20-minute haircut. And Neil's hair doesn't look like the kind of hair that takes an hour to cut. No. So, And I don't think you're going to hang out with Brooke after to get the rest of that info in. So, like, where do you draw the line? What would you update her on? Well, I mean, I'd let
5: her know what's going on at work. I mean, I think the conversation would be easy. I haven't seen her in so long. She, she'd she be like, how are things? How's your girlfriend? Yeah, and but you,
0: you know, know buried deep in there is Brooke's sadness. It's awkward. You know that she's just wondering. Like, Neil, obviously it hasn't been a year since your last haircut. She's going to see you with somewhat freshly cut hair and so well it's it's not freshly cut right now I'm like I was trying I'll be home this
5: weekend I was thinking about shooting her a text say hey are you a busy Saturday well, so now he, we text him
0: I didn't even know he was texting oh, we're texting bro well, that's now. how I would set up my point I didn't
5: call the play I would okay. just shoot her a text say hey can you get me <laughs> in at this time and she'd say so show up
0: just so I fully understand you had a text relationship with mm-hmm. Brooke your your hairstylist, mm-hmm. and then you ghosted her <laughs> And you haven't, te- you've done nothing, no communication at all. And so I know when she gets that first text, she'll be like, this guy. Mm-hmm. This sounds she- like a college relationship. It, <laughs> it does. It's very intense. I, I need to, I, I don't know how to handle this now. Um, I think you're going to have to tell her what happened, who the other hairstylist is. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. I
5: want to be there for that.
0: Look, I'm sure that it was just a drunken mistake that one time you went in and you got that haircut <laughs> that you didn't mean. they uh, mostly cloudy and windy for the rest of the day today. Lingering clouds and windy at times, like I said, especially early. Uh, winds will gradually calm down, though, as we head into tomorrow. A low of 28 tonight. Uh, Thanksgiving is going to be partly sunny and cold. Calm winds, high of 38. Black Friday, showers possible, especially during the afternoon and evening hours, a high of 41. Right now at Radio Bloomington, the temperature is 37 degrees.
3: You are listening to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC.
0: This is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC, uh, and now it's turned into a memorial for the Neil and Brooke relationship that is long over. Uh, they're unfortunately completely broken up. Neil and Brooke would that would be his hairstylist, but she has moved on to other other hairs. Other heads of hair, and Neil has moved on, but he might unfortunately have an awkward interaction with her this holiday season because they have to go back and be around. Maybe a gift, maybe a gift is a good idea, Neil. I gotta have to
5: actually figure out. So the last time I went to her, the salon she was working at, the salon just up and closed out of nowhere. They just okay. What Sunday they told everybody that worked there. They said, "Yep, we're not going to open again Monday." So, uh, so she to she,
0: fully to fully understand again. Neil was a regular client for six years for this lovely woman, Brooke. This angel of a person, Brooke. <laughs> And then she got fired from her job, and Neil decided she was done with her at around the same time, and he ghosted her completely.
5: Well, not that she... Well, I mean, sure. I mean, she didn't have a chair completely at the salon work. anymore, but she's from the area, so she right. was easily... There was another salon, had a chair open. If, was, you,
0: if you even know, because you well, don't care. that's where she was the last okay. time
5: I went to her. Oh, got it. She was at another place. Oh, got it. Okay. After the previous salon Man. closed. I don't know where she is now, though, to be honest. I Maybe yeah. she's not even... She might not even be there anymore.
0: Well, I mean, she probably gave up the whole thing when she lost your head of hair. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like yeah, once, my receding Once airline, Neil was, was done,
5: uh, she was she was missing all. Is my... it receding? Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad here. Okay, Soon wait. There.
0: Let me let me ask you. Actually, this is uh, fantastic. I still have this nail salon story that I've teased now for a half an hour. But Neil, we keep talking about stuff. Um, <laughs> you're you're 23. Yes. When I was your age, that's a sentence I never thought I'd say in radio, and I just said it. I noticed my hair was going, and everyone in my life was like, "No, it's not." They're, yeah. you're not Oppos- are they doing that to you now no opposite my mother says yep it's gonna be gone soon I oh say, really thanks. yeah thanks mom okay because i'm mine's still hanging on but like i i got the the stuff in back is starting to go there's a bald spot coming up and i got the receding on the sides would you save it somehow uh you're just gonna let it go
5: i have an uncle that uh, one uncle that's trying to save it and i have another uncle that has just gone it's gone bald what's just the, shaved it all off what's
0: the saving uncle doing uh i don't know okay be, i don't ask is it just Rogaine? is it just a little bit of that stuff cuz that maybe. you got to use that for life once you start yeah, using it i, I don't I, and to be honest i don't know if he's
5: really even using anything i i, it's, gotcha. I mean it's just yeah i mean it, what what did they say it's your mom's side so no it's I, not true No, it can be either I, side i heard well
0: no no because my mom and all of her family have full head of hair and really? they laugh at me every yeah oh yeah no no it's that's that's uh, maybe that's, you're just stressed or something <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe they'll all come back. No, that's, that's a, an old wives' tale. That's yeah. not actually accurate. Um, but what's interesting is, and I had this conversation with a guy, a buddy of mine, an Irish dude uh, that I knew in college, who went bald at 25, like just yeah. gone. We would both do a trip to India where it's cheaper to do this and get the full hair plug thing, like get it because they can take the sides out mm-hmm. and put them in the top. I think when it finally goes, man, I'm doing it. I'm going over there because it's cheap there. Yeah. So I'm gonna roll the dice because I can't. I can't afford it here unless there's any company out there that wants to figure out a radio situation. <laughs> no, I think that's illegal. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but would you go that far? Would you have the surgery done? No. See, I don't. I don't care enough. Well, I mean, it's. I
5: don't. I. You know who wants to lose their hair, but nope. I, I don't it doesn't really okay
0: me well, that's you're more of a man than me i, I want it I want that hair back, and I would go fuller like I would get you know the the hairline that's completely full. Yeah. I'd do everything I could to fix it. uh call in, tell me what you've done. I want to hear from guys that are bald eight two nine I can't believe i'm I'm soliciting calls from specifically bald men eight two nine two, three, four, five. Did you embrace it? Did you fight it' Cause Neil and I are in similar boats. I think I'm going to be bald before him, but it's uh, it's happening to both of us, and I want to I want to hold on for dear life as long as I can. But the the shampoo stuff you have to do that twice a day if you start it, and there's some side effects that seem worse than losing your hair. I won't go into any further detail there, but they just they seem to not be worth it. Yeah, I feel like the surgery in India is a better bet, in my opinion. A nail salon. There's a nail salon in North Carolina that these uh, technicians or whatever you call them these these nail salon people. Uh, They decided during a work day that they were also going to turn into a butcher shop, which uh, was intense. There was a customer in there. Her name was Morgan Taylor. She's getting her nails done. She's, you know, getting the pedicure, the manicure. And one of the staff members puts a blue tarp on the ground. And then they bring in a deer that I guess somebody had, uh, you know, hunted successfully. And they started stripping it. They started taking the meat off of the animal, cutting it, you know, all the pieces and everything. so there's three nail technicians. Only one customer in the location and one person working on her and everybody else is turning around this deer meat. I can't imagine the idea of being in here for this. And I guess she was there for her sister's upcoming wedding. She was like getting set up for that. But yeah, I can see this happening, though, in a smaller community, maybe where there's a lot of farming or a lot of hunting. You got to. You got a deer, somebody's gotta turn it around. I mean maybe they had a party that night. I don't know. Maybe after hours though, or Yeah, I yeah mean, probably after uh, hours I mean, makes more sense than yeah. doing it during the day, but you just got the one client in there. Morgan's not gonna tell anybody. <laughs> Although this did go viral apparently. She shared a bunch of pictures on social media. They're just they're going after it, man. I, this was where this was in North Carolina. This is in North Carolina. Yeah. yeah, this isn't one of those ones that I find sometimes that's in some other <laughs> crazy this is High Point, North Carolina. Yeah. It okay. is
5: uh I know I think it was just the first week of firearm deer season here so i don't know okay. maybe it was about the same time there yeah I so
0: know. i wonder that's my question because i know there's a lot of farmers i know there's a lot of hunters out here and i've never been that's never been a natural state of one craig collins but would this kind of thing throw you off or are we in a community where people would be like that's eh, fine i'm mean, turning that meat around that's good yeah, but
5: maybe not in the nail salon. That maybe. Kind of would throw.
0: I don't know, but it would be a nice bonus. Like on the way home, you get a sack with you. Like you get a you get a pound. <laughs>
5: a little medicine. Right. You just take yeah. it home.
0: Yeah. You get a pound and a half if you get the <laughs> manicure and the pedicure here all day at High Point, North Carolina. That sounds like a radio bit. I'm free sorry. in your app store. This is Craig Collins Show. I'm only with you guys for a few more minutes uh, today. We have a basketball game coming up right after the 530 news. We're doing a little bit of news at 530 right now. Yes. Okay. There's a little, there's like a few minutes of news and then Blake's in with basketball. Um, so I'm only hanging out for a little bit longer. I have a scary, it's interesting, I don't know if it's scary, it's interesting to me. So this is an AI uh, research study that was going on in Russia. They put people in these little hairnet things, and I talk about technology stuff from time to time. If someone does something notable in these worlds, I don't know if you're interested in it, but I'll talk about it because I am. Uh, researchers were able to map brainwaves waves effectively. So that images would appear on a computer screen that were staggering, staggeringly accurate, according to the study, as to what the humans were actually thinking about. So you've seen this in like movies and and TV shows and stuff sometimes, but we're very close technologically to an age where like, I don't think people will be able to lie. I think there's going to be a point technologically where, and this is just conspiracy theory, Craig, for a couple minutes because I want to do it. I saw this story and I have to talk about it. Like, we'll be able to strap people into machines on the, the stand in, like, a courtroom and know the truth. That'll be a thing. If if this technology continues to progress to where we can strap stuff on a, a guy's head and then see what he's thinking through pictures, aren't we going to get to a place where, like, lying can't happen? Do we think that that's a place that we'll get to? And then maybe it even, it's way beyond, you know, figuring out if somebody murdered somebody else. Maybe it's figuring out, you know... If the boyfriend spent a little bit too much money or something or if the, if the girlfriend donated a product, she's not allowed to donate because technology eventually becomes ubiquitous. So this will be super expensive for years and only used in, in certain situations. But, I mean, I feel like I'm doing an episode of Black Mirror now. But that's <laughs> that's really where we're going. Right. Like, it truthfully, seems like it, yeah. if you can map. Are you scared of that? If you uh, if someone could strap in like a brain thing and map what you're thinking,
5: yeah, no, I wouldn't be a fan.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that an invasion of privacy if we made you wear one?
5: I feel like it a little okay.
0: bit, yeah. yeah. I think it would be, but at the same time we want to know what really went on between you and Brooke, so we got to figure that out. No, it's I don't know. It's it's a whole interesting <laughs> crazy thing and I just I found it fascinating that they were able to do it. And maybe it's a lie too cuz it's not here, so maybe you know they're exaggerating it, but there's there's video out there you can look it up of guys like thinking about Tetris or something and then you see Tetris. I don't know. We're going to a crazy, weird world. I know my wife will be an investor if this becomes a thing, though, because she wants to know all the time what's going on with the Collins. All right, quick break in the Craig Collins Show. Got a lot more to come up in just a few minutes. Every so often I'm going to talk about New Jersey. I am from New Jersey. This is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. The reason I want to talk about this story out of Jersey, though, is because it made me laugh. Because if you're ever at a grocery store and you see someone abuse the 15 items or less line, or the eight whatever the items or less line is, and you see that person eyeballing it because the rest of the grocery store is crowded and they have like a free pass over there. But they, they know they have like 31 items. Um, I, I get being a little frustrated to see that happen, especially if I wind up behind said person. Well, 43 year old, um, uh, a 43 year old woman and a 45 year old woman got into fisticuffs. They went down. I guess it was first a verbal argument that turned physical because the woman behind, that would have been the 43-year-old woman, was accusing the 45-year-old woman of having way too many items, just obscene amount of items, for the express checkout lane. Uh, Witnesses said that they saw the women scratching each other, biting each other's legs. Other people had to intervene. At one point, there were three different people, three different women that all had injuries. Uh, The two women involved in the fight were both charged with disorderly conduct, but Without it going to, to that level of fighting, have you ever been a little miffed in a situation where you saw someone maybe in front of you in a line they shouldn't be in or something? I get it. I get a part of it. I don't think I would have taken it to blows, but this happened at a shop right in New Jersey, so I thought it was, it was amusing to at least mention. Um, I don't know. Has there ever been a situation where you, anyone out there, Neil, if you want to jump in, but anybody, where you've been in public and someone did something that you would say is just you know, against the rules of a public decor? and you wanted to you wanted to at least teach him a lesson you wanted to uh, to come after that person no i mean
5: i've never i mean there's been times though it's like you're you're standing there in a line and somebody just blatantly Right.
0: Cut you off. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just like, really? I mean, right.
5: I, I, but never, never to the extent, though, where I need to no. like, get physical. Right. right. I mean, but some people, it just, it doesn't take much to trigger. To tri- it
0: right. And, you don't know how those two women's days were going. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I honestly I'm not saying, like, what would it take to make me fight? But I get the impulse to want to do something. It also does remind me of the story I told on the air where I farted on that guy behind <laughs> me in a line. I'm, I'm glad he didn't want to <laughs> jump me. Because, like, that that had to be terrible. That could have turned out a lot worse. Yeah, honestly, because he then stood in it for the entire (laughs) time it took to dissipate, which was way too long because I was holding it in for two hours. If you don't hear that story, it is on a podcast somewhere. Uh, So you can check out that podcast of the time Collins farted on a guy. And that was at a Goodwill, too, which I feel even worse about. I don't know why, like, the Goodwill dynamic makes it feel worse. But it's like we're both, you know, we're not the most well-off individuals if we're shopping at the Goodwill.